0: Welcome to the Jack and John podcast. I'm Jack and I'm John and I'm Adam and we're on a mission to help you focus on Christ. Oh my goodness. Hey, we've got something special for you today. This is my dear friend Adam, Adam McLaughlin, and uh, I've known this young guy for what five years or so. Um, I trained him uh, when he was in residency and um, Taught him everything he knows oh, about colonoscopy. <laughs> so, um, but Adam's, Adam's got a great heart and a uh, special story. Love him and his family. And um, I'm going to introduce this verse. This is uh, uh, one of Adam's favorite verses. And then we're just going to talk. So here we go. Uh, Romans chapter 5. Read this whole chapter when you can, because it's just so great. But I'm going to hone in right here on uh, verse three. We rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person, one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us, and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So, Adam, welcome to our podcast. Thank you for having me. Yeah, we're so glad that you're here. Um, Tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, I'd like to say first and foremost,
1: um, I'm a Christ follower. Um, um I love, I love God and, um, he's kind of put a recent obstacle in front of me and I'll get into that a, a little bit later. It's also been an absolute blessing, um, in disguise as well too. Um, but like John had mentioned, um, I, you know, I, um, uh, I am a primary care physician um, work over on the west side in Avon. Um, and I also do uh, colonoscopies as well. And this is, um, he was my mentor during, uh, during residency. Um, like he said, he taught me everything that I, that, that I knew, that I know now. Um, and uh, my wife, um, I had actually, um, she's been kind of the, just like a you know, Jesus created uh, Peter to be the rock of the church. My my wife, I'd say, has been the, the rock of our of our family. And uh, I met her in in medical school, and we uh, we matched into a residency down in in Methodist. And like I said, that's where I met John. We were um, did residency for there for about three years, and um, now I've been going into my third year after training. I'm working working as a primary care um, physician and and trying to um, using Using medicine as a vehicle to uh, um, promote Christ's name and and, and um, do my best to get God more involved in medicine because I think we don't yeah. we, we don't we don't have that enough. Um, it, it, it's amazing. Um, I, I pray before well, you know with my patients and um, going into colonoscopies and and what's crazy is that every single one. Is, is just it's like a, 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 a rock is just kind of just come off their shoulders when I want to say a prayer with them and I even met multiple times pa- patients have told me that they're atheist and they still are like yes that's fine go ahead and pray with me it's just it's amazing um, and I think God has has chosen this 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 uh, this field for me this career for me to um not only to 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 heal, but um, as a physician, but I think even more to kind of you know profess his name and um, and and bring bring Christ into people's lives. Um, but I'm also a, I'm a son, you know, I'm a, I'm a father as well of two beautiful um, identical um, um, twin boys. Um, they're just over a year, um, and then I am also um, do my best to be a devout husband um, to my wife so um that's a that's a little bit little bit about me. there you go mm-hmm.
2: um you found out when that you um have a problem in in your life you have cancer is that right
1: mm-hmm, correct
2: when did you find that out adam so um i you know i'm
1: a I'm a pretty healthy guy i you know i I'm up every morning working out and i I, I do my best to try to eat clean. And, um, I played, um, uh, football in college, played four years at just a small division three school. Um, I had, um, I had shoulder surgery on both shoulders, actually, um, tore my labrum and had, um, surgery. <clears throat> and I would say about, about six months ago, I started having some, some shoulder pain and I didn't think much of it, you know, um, you know, I tried doing some rehab and exercises and stuff like that, and it just, for some reason, it just wasn't getting any better, and it was actually um, getting a little bit worse. And um, I, I, I work at a, um, a non-narcotic a pain medicine uh, clinic as well. Kind of every other, every other week, and I actually work with a chiropractor. And we work with uh, car accident victims and. Um, one weekend when I was, when I was working, um, they, they I work upstairs, the chiropractor's office downstairs, they had a, they had a, have an x-ray machine site, so you know, so, you know, let's, let's just, I'm going to get an x-ray of my, my shoulder just to, you know, look at what maybe what's going on and, you know, lo and behold, got a, got a, uh, shoulder x-ray, shoulder looked great. <laughs> um, but there was, there was some stuff that I noticed on the left upper side of my, my, uh, the lung field noted on the, uh, shoulder x-ray, um, just kind of what we call air space um, opacities and just kind of some fluffiness, you know, in the, in the lungs. You know, it should be completely black and just and that's what it shows actually with air. Um, and so I had uh, actually texted my primary care doctor and I, and I said, you know, can you, you mind just taking a look at this? And he said, you know, what, why don't we um, go ahead and just get kind of a, a baseline chest x-ray just to kind of look at everything. And so um, and I got this set up the next day, um, went ahead and got it. Um, and, and the way that the, the radiologist read the report was it's kind of the same thing. There was just opacities everywhere, and then there was kind of this right, right uh, uh, upper lobe mass that they, that they had seen, and, and they recommended getting a, uh, a lung doctor involved, pulmonologist. And, and, you know, like I said, you know, God has blessed me. Being in the medical field, I was able to get with specialists through text messaging right away, um, this kind of cascaded a number of, a number of tests. Um, I had a, you know, the next day I had a CT scan of the chest. Um, the day after that, I had a PET scan and then I had a brain MRI. I mean, this is one day after another. And then um, end up having um, a paratracheal lymph node biopsy. So I had a lymph node in the neck that was, that they took biopsies of and, and looked at. And, and I had gotten this done in a span of less than a week. And that's just that's just one of many miracles that 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 started kind of this this journey. I mean, if I you know if I was a patient that was not in the medical field or a physician, it would take weeks to get this mm-hmm. stuff done. And it, by God's grace and His mercy, He was able to um, get all these tests done so quickly. And I was able to get a diagnosis. And um, basically, the final you know diagnosis had been um, adenocarcinoma of the lung that has metastasized. Um, to the brain, to the bone, um, to my, to my um, lymph nodes, to my thyroid that they had seen on the, the PET scan as well, too. Um, and we waited for the biopsies to come back because they, the, another biopsy that they did was called a liquid biopsy. And so um, what that is is they kind of look for mutations um, in the gene or in the, in the tumor and one of the and when I had met with my oncologist, I had about a sixty percent chance of one of these coming back positive. You never think that you'd be praying to get a you know get a mutation and have a mutation, right? Um, but the reason why we wanted that to come back positive was because they have specific um, target therapy pills that you can take that can help and 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 hopefully hold off on doing any type of chemotherapy, any type of radiation at this at this time, and. Um, and we, uh, and so you know, I remember the day on Friday, um, I got the message from my oncologist said, "Hey, you have what's called an EGFR mutation, which is an epithelial growth factor um, mutation." Um, and so, showed my wife, she broke down and just kind of tears and cried. And um, <clears throat> again, another miracle. And then we were able to, um, my oncologist was able to. Um, get me on a medication, uh, a pill that um, is $17,000 a month. Um, but we were able to, um, through the pharmaceutical companies, things like that, it is, it is actually, uh, they did a prioritization, it actually free for me to take. Another miracle by God. Wow. Um, and so <clears throat> I started taking it a little over a week ago. And um, I had noticed before that, you know, over these past six months when I had kind of that shoulder pain, um that I, as I was exercising I was becoming just a little bit more short of breath um, I had I, f- I forgot to mention one of the one of the tests also I had was a, a, a bronchoscopy which is they they take a, a camera down your down your lungs and they kind of do a washout and take biopsy to that and my cough kind of got worse after doing that but it just progressively got worse and worse and worse it was it was becoming more and more difficult for me to to exercise I couldn't run more than a half a mile without stopping and coughing and stuff like that and I've been on the, Two days after being on that
0: medication, same here. Yeah, Fine.
1: <laughs> and, <laughs> Sorry. But, no, but in uh, and, and, you know two days after being on this medication, I was running multiple miles and yeah. I wasn't coughing. And that, I mean, you know, God had, you know, you know, um, you know, created the people, the pharmaceutical companies and stuff like that, and the people to make this medication, and I give all the glory to God because. I have not had any side effects of being on this medication, um, and I, am, I feel better than I have in years. I mean, I, I have no fatigue. I have no cough. Um, it's just I was having a little bit of headaches. That has gone away. I mean, it is, it is yeah, I, I give all the glory to
2: God. Amen. It. Adam, I'm thinking as you're talking how amazing you know, your, your, your faith is. I can see it. It's obvious you can feel it, you can sense it, just being with you. Uh, and and I've been in ministry for a long time, and a lot of people, uh, a diagnosis like that would cause grief. Uh, it, are you in a, a stage of grief? Do you feel uh, any any of those kinds of things? Or how do you deal with that, with maybe the dread or the yeah. worry or, or those kinds of things? Because yeah. you're just an amazing person. Uh, to be able to uh, look at the diagnosis that you have and then place it in the right area, maybe in your, in your understanding, in your heart, yeah. in your relationships, in, in, the, in every aspect of your life. Yeah. How are you doing that?
1: Well, you know, it, this may sound a little crazy, but I can tell you from, from day one that I found out this diagnosis until now. I had yet to feel any type of anger, of anxiety of being worried or scared um and I, I don't know what that i think it's just the holy spirit and god's strength in his hands kind of on me from you know from day one so rather
2: than blaming god then what are yeah. you feeling instead
1: yeah and you know i i don't i have not once blamed god i you know i think this is something that you know you know the devil probably had put inside of me and god can take it out like that but there's a reason why he didn't do that. Um, I think that um, there is a reason why he still wants me on this earth, and I think there's there I still have a lot of work left to do, and I'm going to use this as a platform for that, and and use that to to profess his name and, and glorify his name um, for people who are not Christ followers. Um, you know, it was kind of one. Bad diagnosis after the other, you know, because we found out that it was lung cancer. And then we found out it went to the brain and I had eight to ten lesions in the brain. And and it was just and it, and and my wife was really angry at God at that time. My, my dad sure. was really angry. Went Absolutely. into a of depression. Same. Mm-hmm. Um. So but, you know, in the midst of this storm, you know, I, I was just in a quiet place and I knew that. I just kind of needed to be patient and just kind of listen to God, and that was when He was kind of the loudest. I felt like in, mm-hmm. the, in the mist, mist of the storm, even in the silence, I could hear Him, yeah. and I felt His hand on me, and I knew that, you know. I, and to this day, I'm I'm not anxious. I'm not I'm not afraid. I'm not scared. I'm I'm actually I'm more excited, and I'm, and He's given me so much strength to to fight this more than anything. Like I said, I've I have felt better than I have in the past two to three years. And yeah. it's just, and it all, it all goes
2: to Him. So you're saying your relationship with God is better. Oh, yeah. The relationship with your wife? Absolutely. Better. Uh, love and relationship with your children, oh, appreciate yeah. them more. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the eternal um, something that you think about? Uh, you think about heaven? Do you think about, you know? Yeah, I do. And I, I when I
1: talk to my wife, she gets a little angry about it because she's like, I'm going with you, you know? And so... Um but, you know, this like you said in 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 the like the Bible verse says in Romans, you know, this this world is made up of, of of much suffering. But, you know, in the end, you know, endurance, perseverance and character and then brings hope, you know, hope of Christ and you know, being on this earth, it's just a it's a blip in time, you know, compared right. to, to, to heaven which is which is eternity and sitting at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. I mean it's that's 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 the that's the true that's the true treasure and i, I keep reminding that to to my wife that you know I, I may not who knows i may be here for 5 years i may be here for 10 years i may have 20 or 30 but you know that's just a small small blip in time and you you, you know we're gonna, you're going to be right there with me in heaven for for eternity and so i think about it and you know like i said i'm not i'm not scared about it but I'm, I'm 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 excited but I, I know that in the near future he doesn't want me he doesn't want me there yet i don't think he he wants me there eventually but not not right now i got i got i can feel in inside of me that he wants me he wants me to do more work i need to be um like our disciple you know our apostle paul you know and and i need to to live as christ career. to die as
2: gain correct. correct right i'm ready to go if i go today but if yeah. not i'm correct. going to stay here and be faithful
0: correct it, it, to me, I sense a real closeness to Jesus when you can experience a storm like this the way that you are, because we always think about the s- storm on the Sea of Galilee mm-hmm. and the disciples are frantic and, and they, you know, are you just going to let us drown? Well, I mean, he's in the stern, you know, they're not asking him to calm the sea. They're just saying, grab hold of the rudder and wake up, you know, mm-hmm. do something, Um Jesus was asleep. Why? He controlled the wind and the waves. The storm didn't matter. The storm didn't matter. Um, And so when he stands up and he says to the disciples, where's your faith? It's like, do you think I'm going to let you drown? Do you you think this boat's going to capsize That it's going to be all over? Do you think it's all about the storm? Hey, I'm in this boat to let you know. This is about me, guys. I created the wind and the waves. And he rebukes the storm. And then their fear becomes real. Who is this man who controls the wind and the waves? I'm telling you what, when you are that close to Jesus in the middle of your storm, you feel the calm just like he does. Because he's resting in it. He's asleep in the middle of your storm. It's not that he's not there and that he's not active. It's that he's the one that's in control of that storm. And it is just like when God gave Elijah the strength to run all those miles to get away from Jezebel. And he's hiding in the cave. And... The storm comes by and the earth quakes. And then where does he notice God? He's in that still, small voice. He's that whisper that says, I'm with you in the storm. I own this storm. It doesn't own you.
2: How about the love of God? Uh, Have you felt his love in different ways since you... Uh, had a diagnosis of illness uh, than you did before. Um, is your love magnifying uh, since you find that out? What What's the difference in the experience of God's love?
1: Yeah. Oh man, I've 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 felt it, and I have. I think I felt it felt it the most when I maybe when I'm by myself. Whether I mean even coming over here in the car, and I just just talk with Christ, and I just feel like. He talks back to me more, and it's just I, I built that that relationship with him. He's he's my friend, you know, mm-hmm. one of my best friends. And so, but yeah, I have have I mean, I feel the love, and I and and you see it through. And we talked about this earlier. The 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 miracles, um, it, you know, every single day throughout this time. I mean, I um, my sister, she um, I have I have one older sister. She uh, she lives in Virginia, and she she works as a nurse. Um, and, and, and there's two instances one instance instance she was you know out walking and just and she just kind of poured her heart out to Christ and was crying and, and she and she she asked you know she asked to please heal my brother please heal my brother and, and, and she heard a voice that said I you know I will and I just kind of just puts tingles down my down my, down my down my spine you know and another day she was walking and she said God please just continue to heal my brother and, 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 and if you will just show me a sign and and she turned the corner, and there was a, there was a huge rainbow that was that was sitting there. And you know, my wife also um, does, um, she does primary care. She also does obstetrics, and um, she's kind of going away from that now. Kind of what's going on with us and ta- going on with me and taking care of the boys. And and um, when I found this out, she had actually one of her patients had gone into labor, and she had one of her partners kind of take over. Um, and they found out that 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 laboring patient had COVID. And the partner taking care of her got COVID. So, I mean, if my wife would have had COVID and, and brought it home to me with, with my with oh my. my lung condition, right. you know, it's just it the way God works. And, you know, that how he just puts everything into motion. It's just, it's, 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 it's awesome. It's amazing.
2: What so, would you say to somebody who has a loved one that is very sick? Uh, what would you say and doesn't have the faith that you have? that doesn't understand that personal relationship with God that you're talking about here. That's foreign to a lot of people. Uh, what would you say if there's someone listening right now, saying the well, personal relationship with God? How does that work?
1: Yeah, um, it's tough, and I think you um, need to kind of just let down, let down your guard. Um, and and you know, I and I see it a lot. Um, as a, as being a, being a physician. Um, but one of the things that I, that I recommend, you know, to my, to my patients, you know, even, even the ones that aren't maybe, you know, as, as, as faithful as, as me is, is, um, is try and pray. I think that's, I think that's the biggest thing because if you notice when people are being faced with, faced with death, They need to look to something, and they they always tend to, that I've seen, and and John, maybe you can um, uh, expand on this, but I always always feel that they do want to believe in a higher being, want to believe that there's something else. Um, and so sometimes, like I said, I pray with my patients or I say, you know, you know try taking time yourself and, and pray. It may you may feel funny at first taking, you know, just, you know, sitting by yourself and, and, and just just talking, talking to God, talking to that higher being. Um, but you get more comfortable with it and then you, you start to and, and then you start to feel the Holy Spirit actually start mm-hmm. working through you. Um, and things like that. And I would say that the biggest thing that I would tell my patients is pray
0: because he's listening.
1: He's listening. He will respond to you.
0: When you pray, reach out to God as your creator and your sustainer, the one who loves you, the one who made you with a purpose, not as a cosmic magician. God is not an impersonal God that's doing magic tricks just to make us happy. He's a God who made us. He's invested in us. He sees the big picture. He sees beyond our light and momentary troubles, even as heavy and grave as those troubles can feel. He's in that storm with us, continually with us. And I I agree with you 100%, Adam. We, We all need to let our guard down. And just invite God in because he wants to be in your life. He wants to be in your heart. He wants to be with you in your storms. He wants to bring you through those. Um, you know, we've talked about this many times. Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you, not to harm you. And God sees all of the stuff that's going to happen even before we do, even before we imagine it. And he's with us through it because he sees the end. Uh, He sees what he's got in store for us. And it's beyond all that we could ever ask or imagine. And I've told Adam this, and he already knows this. But, I mean, Adam, you get a miracle no matter what. I mean, either way, you're fully restored to the healthy guy that you've been um, or you are, you know, with Jesus. And that same is true for all of us. You know, and when you talk about not knowing if you've got months or years or decades, um, life teaches us that that's all of us um, because we don't have a guarantee. You know, I've seen it and you've seen it even in your young practice already, I'm sure, where um, you'll have one patient that's got all these chronic problems and, and so forth. And the spouse is healthy and then car accident, aneurysm, whatever it is, something happens there first, because what we predict that this person would go first. You have no idea. Things happen. Life is uncertain, um, but God is certain. He's our certainty, and He's our rock.
2: How old are you, Adam? I'm 34. 34. Wow, Jesus was around 33, 34. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Um, How long have you been married? So I've
1: been married about five years now. Five
2: years. Mm-hmm. So God has blessed you. He's given you 33 oh, amazing years. Yes. He's given you, a, I, I heard from John, a, a beautiful wife that loves you and yeah. has given you two beautiful kids. So mm-hmm. already uh, if you focus on the blessings, you're an amazing yeah. blessed young man. Yes. Um, and sometimes in, from my perspective as an old man, um, who knows how much time we have left and uh, whatever time we have, I think we should be grateful that God gave it to us yeah. and bless it. Mm-hmm blessed us with it uh, on this earth. But what we do know is that he's given us an eternity in heaven to yeah. live. That's our lives to yeah. so stretch it out a little bit more and um, praise the Lord for your blessings and for, for your heart and for your attitude and for your spirit. And I just pray that God gives you a lot of venues to be able to share what you've, what you know and what you've experienced. Uh, I don't think that a lot of people understand uh, how to bless the Lord Uh, even in the struggle, even in the storm, as John has talked about, even in the the grief or the difficulty of this life. But that's what this life's all about, really, is the the suffering, the hurts, the pains. It's all about that. Um, And how we deal with that uh, shows the amount of faith that we have and the strength that we have outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And uh, you found that and uh, praise the Lord for that, my friend.
1: You know, I think you always got to put in um, perspective that someone out there is suffering more than you. Right. Oh, someone yeah. always suffering more
0: than you, or that is in more pain than you, and things like that. Or they're so, suffering without Christ. Yeah. Yeah. What's one thing you want to leave our listeners with? The main thing?
1: So I would say um, one thing I would leave our um, listeners with, and maybe going back to all the way to the Ten Commandments, is love thy neighbor as, thys- as thyself. Um you don't know how long you have mm. on this earth. Um and and love is the most powerful thing. And I don't mean just love your friends and family cuz that's easy. Yeah. It's loving your enemies. That's that's what you that's what you need to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um you know, repay evil with good. You know, cuz that you know you'll get you'll get good back and like I said the, the biggest thing is, is love and I think that's what I've learned from getting this diagnosis and like you asked me Jack like the, the the love that I've had for Christ and the, 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 the love that Christ has for me, I mean has it just flourished. It's
2: amazing. That's the that's what you can share.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that's absolutely you've been beautiful. blessed to
2: be able to experience yeah. that kind of love from God. And unfortunately, sometimes it comes through having to focus on it. Yeah. Right? Because otherwise we're so busy focused on everything else around us ourselves.
0: Adam, I want to thank you so much for coming. I
1: appreciate it. Thank you
0: for joining us.
1: Hope I didn't talk too long.
0: Not at all. (laughs) It was great. Hey, folks, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we pray that you let your your guard down, that you open your heart, and you let Jesus be the focus of your life. That's why we're here, and that's what we want for you. We love you. We'll see you next time. Feel free to reach out to us, connect at jackandjohnpodcast.com. See you.
2: Thanks, Adam. Yep. Yeah, thank you, guys. Bye.